Greetings, and welcome to the Pampering Myself Podcast, an advocacy for self-care. We'll laugh, we'll cry, and most importantly, we'll learn that you can't pour from an empty cup. You'll hear stories, interviews, and conversations which will empower you in living your best life. Greetings, podcast listeners. I hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I did. And if for nothing else to be thankful for, other than the fact that I did not have to cook all of the food for myself for the very first time in 25 years, I decided it was going to be a potluck. And I'm going to refer to it as a, uh, a simple potluck. But nonetheless, it's the beginning. And it's the beginning of a new, um, a new tradition, we'll call that. And with that said, I thought it would be wonderful if we started our 2020 vision. Yes, seeing things from a different perspective. So as we approach the new year, I thought it would be a good idea to jumpstart on those resolutions, those goals or to get your bucket list items all in order. And regardless of how you look at it, because I know some people say, I don't make resolutions. I hope everyone is at least setting goals or they don't have bucket list items. Regardless of what you call them, we want to improve our life. And I think we can all agree upon that. And so I thought this would be wonderful Uh, time to start because it's my belief in order to be successful, you have to change your mindset. And so this four-part series is going to be all about changing one's mindset. Let me give you an example. Every year for the past, oh, let's say 25 years or so, one of my goals have been to lose weight, like a lot of people. And every year I failed. Well, with the exception of a few years, maybe one or two years, I was successful. And so I decided to compare my success to my failures. And I came up with the difference being my mindset. Now, it's been proven that if you do something 28 or 30 days, uh, 28 to 30 days, it becomes a habit. So for the month of December, we're going to focus on aiming or arming ourselves, I should say, Uh, mentally and spiritually, from the naysayers, from those self-inflicted doubts, and from those temporary setbacks that we often experience, all in preparation of accomplishing our goals and committing to those New Year's resolutions and finally checking those things off our bucket list. So regardless of what your vision is for 2020, yes, It is possible, and we're going to do it this year. So are you with me? All right, so let's get started. The first thing we're going to do in 2020 is we're going to stop complaining. Maya Angelou once said, what you're supposed to do when you don't like a thing is change it. And if you can't change it, then change the way you think about it. Don't complain. And I'm with her. Let me give you an example. Now, I have a walk-in closet in my house. And and in that walk-in closet, like most people, you may designate your dirty clothes. Maybe you have a hamper or whatever. But you have a special place that you put your dirty clothes. 
Also, in my home, we have a special place we put our clothes that go to the cleaners. Well, my husband did not like that place, apparently, and his preferred location was actually right next to the nightstand, which was in the bedroom. And I can't tell you how much that hurt me. So I complained about it. I picked them up and moved them. And regardless, when he takes his clothes off there in the bedroom, that's where the cleaner's clothes fall. So I had to come up with some kind of way of me not stressing myself out and me not complaining. So what I thought about is I went to Pier 1 and I bought this very expensive wicker basket that had a top on it and put it right next to the nightstand. And guess what? Problem solved. So I couldn't necessarily change his way of thinking, but I could come up with something that we could both agree upon and it would be no longer an issue. Tip number two is to stay positive. We can listen to the naysayers or our own self-doubt and believe that success is impossible, or we can trust that with faith and optimistic attitude that all things are possible. Now, I never really worried about the naysayers, and that's always been my MO. As a matter of fact, years ago, they were my motivators. You see, when people said that I couldn't do something or that it was impossible, something was impossible. I'm not to say that um, I was always successful, but I did not allow the naysayers to stand in my way. And so I would actually attempt it. And most times I would, you know, it was just for the satisfaction of doing it. But now my motivator is my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Philippines 4. 13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Do you believe that? I do. And if I fail, I look for the lessons and learn from them because in everything there is a lesson. You get back up and you start all over again with whatever you have and what you have learned. So stay positive and don't let the naysayers get into your head or your own thinking, your own thinking that I can't do this. Maybe uh, they're right or maybe I should have thought more. Whatever it is, throw it all out your head. The third tip is to take time to be thankful. Now, this is a big one, and this might be a big one for a lot of people because we just move through the day um, just getting what we have to get done and just continue to move. But Zig Ziglar said, gratitude is the healthiest of all human emotions. The more you express gratitude for what you have, the more lightly you will have even more to express gratitude for. Wow. That's something, isn't it? So the more you're thankful for, the more you have to be thankful for. I like that. I like to try that. So I'm going to share a story with you uh, how I know how true it is. Um, I often think back to this Saturday morning, many, many, many years ago, when my mother-in-law wanted me to come over and help her out with some errands and some, 
things around the house. Now, back then, I was working a lot of overtime hours. And be truthful, I really didn't want to go. And I had things going on in my own house I needed to get done. So I left out of the house kind of like in a funk. I have to admit that. And one of the things she wanted me to do was stop and pick up a newspaper. Well, this guy on the corner sold newspapers. You just ride up, stick the money out the window, and he put the paper in. And so when he leaned in to collect the money and give me the paper, he had this strange look on his face. And I'm going to guess I had one on mine, too, that made him look at me and say, you continue to have a blessed day. Now, as I drove off, I repeated what he said, but not in a good way. Now, it went something like this. Continue to have a blessed day. How did he know I'm having a blessed day? I'm not having no blessed day. I got to get up and I got to go over here and do this and do that. I mean, I was complaining and grumpy and, and everything. I, I'm ashamed to admit it, but it's the truth. So I kept repeating this over and over negatively as I was driving down the street. And about 10 minutes down the road, um, I got stopped by a train. So as I was sitting there waiting for this train to go by, and I have to also say, oh, boy, here goes something else to um, delay me even further. Now I got to sit here and wait on this train. Everything came out of my mouth was negative. My attitude, uh, my personality, it's a good thing nobody was in the car with me. And so I even got further frustrated. But while I was sitting there, looking around, just observing, I noticed some things. I noticed that there was um, a, a couple of people standing at the bus stop. Uh, it was a cloudy day. looked like it might was going to rain or something, but it wasn't raining then. And they were just standing there at the bus stop. Some appeared to be in a conversation. Um, joking, smiling, etc. There was a man on a bike riding around in circles. He's waiting for the train to go by. Um, he looked to be about 50-ish. And um, then there was a mother and child, uh, probably about 10 years old, carrying grocery bags. Well, they had them resting on the ground at the time. But they had maybe about six or seven bags between the two of them. Looked like they both had bags in both arms. And that, I think, was the one that touched me the most. As I started looking around, seeing the situation, thinking to myself, I could be standing there at a bus stop. I could be that mother carrying those groceries. And apparently, these people are out and about seeming to um, be okay with the world, and I'm complaining. I'm sitting behind the wheel of a fairly new car, driving to help someone who is in need of assistance. I have all my faculty, all, all my functions and I'm complaining over little of nothing. And so I begin to change my attitude. I begin to think, how dare I complain? By the time that train moved on, 
I had a whole different attitude about what was really going on. About 12 minutes or so, I arrived at my mother-in-law's house, a different person altogether, because I realized that I, just like the gentleman said, continue to be blessed. I truly was. Now, ain't that something? God is always in the mix. And so that message was delivered to me to ponder on, and that train was stopped long enough for me to get it. So think about those things when you're um, moving about your day to be thankful for. And tip number four, don't waste your time or energy. If you're a person uh, that people can rely on uh, because you take pride in your work or because you always give it your all in all, then chances are people will always come to you when they need or want something done. Now, the good thing about that is they recognize your worth. And the bad thing is you're always being asked to do something. Now, if you're getting paid for it, then you might not have a problem. But if you're giving of yourself for free, and I'm using quotation marks here, then you might want to find a way to say no, especially if you have things that you're working on for yourself. Now, I'm a victim of that. Even as I speak, I can't tell you how many projects that have been deferred, forgotten, pushed aside, worked on later, simply because someone asked me to do something else for them and because I didn't know how to say no. But baby, I'm going to tell you, 2020, I got a new vision. Not only will my projects be on my to-do list, but they are my top priority. Think about it. If you don't think that what you do is worthy, then no one else will. And so I encourage you to think about that the next time you're asked or pulled into multiple projects and you're just trying to be nice. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying you might want to consider it. Think about it. I had to come up with this uh, 24 hour rule. Give me 24 hours to think about it because I would say yes before I knew it and then I would regret it later. So 24 hours would give me time to rationally think about it. Something to consider. And tip number five is to love the process. I recall someone saying their overnight success was seven years in the making. And that truly resonated with me because we often think that when things don't materialize as we want them, when we want them, that somehow we fail. Now that could be further from the truth. Many successful people will tell you that how long, that long and often journey was difficult. Now I'm sure if you think back over some of the mistakes or the failures that you've made, and things didn't go quite that well. But you learn from them. You gain something from them, regardless of how long it took. So I like to challenge you. I like to challenge you in preparation for your 2020 vision. And here's my challenge. Five things. Number one, every time you catch yourself complaining about something, 
rewind, reverse. In other words, reevaluate your thinking to something more positive. Like the example I gave with the basket. You can change anything or rethink any situation regardless of um, what it is around and to be more positive and understanding of it. Number two, throw out any negative or self-defeating thoughts that you have about your goals or dreams for the future because it is possible. And don't entertain those naysayers because they will be in full force. The minute you tell someone you're dieting, they're going to stick a donut in front of your face or offer you something that is not on your list. Number three, I want you to write down five things that you are thankful for every day. And these could be simple things, five different things. So what you wrote Monday, don't put it on your list Tuesday because you can't come up with five. Everybody should be able to do five different things. And I would like for you to do this the entire month of December or wherever you pick up at on this podcast and even into January or as a practice just so that you can keep in mind it will change the way you see things. And that's what you want to do because it gives you more um, self-discipline, compassion for people and for yourself. Number four, learn to say no. And you don't always have to give a reason. Just be polite. But you do have to say no when things interfere in what you're trying to accomplish. And number five, if you don't have patience, now's the time to learn. Because life is a journey, not a marathon. Everything is in divine order. Practice meditation, take a walk, find a quiet space to listen. Yes, to your inner spirit, which will guide you in the right direction. And until next time, I wish you much success. Hopefully you'll take some of these tips to heart as we look forward to the 2020 vision and developing a more better you. And thank you for listening.